Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Magnata Fan Podcast. This is Paul, right here again with you to discuss the Premier League fixture between Manchester United and Burnley at Tough Moor. The game ended 1-1 and I would like to share my thoughts on a disappointing performance and ultimately disappointing performance because... To be fair, we did well in the first half. Um, we created a lot of chances. We had a few goals. Two were disallowed dubiously, I have to say. Again, when getting the short end of the stick when it comes to VAR decisions. And then, of course, again, time and time again, Manchester United is caught napping in the second half, you know, conceding early in the second half after leading by one go to nothing at half time it keeps happening and it keeps re- repeating itself and i want to you know share my thoughts overall on the game and call out some players who are you know impeding our progress who are drawing us back and also call out the manager again for some questionable substitutions so stick around for my thoughts after this break don't go anywhere all right welcome back to the show thank you for staying tuned i appreciate you all for taking our time to listen to this podcast i appreciate you all please do not forget to like or subscribe or follow depending on your preferred podcast platform and also, do not forget to give us a five-star rating on Spotify so that others can get to listen to this podcast. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Back to the game. Well, it's a very disappointing performance for Manchester United, especially from the second half. In the first half, we did quite well. We created chances. Cavani failed to take his chances. Rashford shooting from tight angles instead of laying it or squaring it for... Cavani to tap in on someone to shoot, you know, in a much better position. Um, Varane's goal ruled out for offside on Maguire, who was who didn't attack the ball, who merely blocked off, you know, one of the bully defenders, and whom you would say, or uh, an action you could say happens a lot and is not the worst. That could happen to a player. It was not fouled, but he was just blocked off. That is nothing. You shouldn't be overturning goals for that. That is terrible officiating for Mike Riley. Uh, sorry, I beg your pardon, Mike Dean. You know, then the own goal that was disallowed again. Terrible officiating. How could you um, call that action by Pogba a foul? Just because the the defender fell. Those both players were holding each other, and one fell down because Pogba was trying to wriggle free. And you, you know, overturned the decision for as a foul. Yet when Rashford had the ball in the ATM box, one of the bowling defenders, I think it's Eric Peters, if I'm not mistaken, blatantly pushed Rashford from the back. Not even a shoulder charge. A push from the back, blatant, and they didn't even get. It wasn't even there was no penalty double standards different you know decisions being made 
at a, at a whim. No accountability, nothing. And we've been getting a lot of, you know, unfavorable calls from VAR. And it's costing us games. Two goals disallowed. One of them should at least ha- should have stood. And I'm disappointed that none of the, I mean, Mike Dean did not even consider either awarding a penalty to Rashford or checking the VR, um, you know, checking the replay for the Pogba incident. You know, I don't understand the calls these referees are making. It's just terrible. We suffered because of this against Middlesbrough because of a questionable decision. The rules are clear, but the handball by what more in the FA Cup game, if it had happened outside the 18, would, would the referee say that that handball was not a foul? Would he say it was accidental? How do you judge accidental? There should be clear standards. There should be clear interpretations, clear rules to interpret what is a handball and what is considered accidental. They should just make it easy for the referee because these referees are not intelligent enough to know what is a deliberate handball or a clumsy ball control. And my United, yes, have wasted chances to kill off teams. But obviously, Manchester United is struggling to score goals. And it helps if the decisions can be called right. Now, we have evil decisions. We are not even getting the benefit of the doubt of poor decisions. If the handball by Watmore, uh, they interpreted that as accidental. So why, how come two goals that we scored today, nobody could give us the benefit of the doubt? What kind of inconsistency is that in England? The officiating in England is poor. All right, enough of the excuses, though. Man United ultimately ought to have defeated Burnley in the first half, killed off the game in the first half. If we had gone two or three up, nothing Burnley could have done would have made them to score two or three goals in the second half. Nothing. But we failed to take the chances that were presented to us. Cavani's chance was particularly painful. I feel Cavani was too casual in nodding that header. He took it for granted that that ball was going to go in and Nick Pope scoffed, rushed, and somehow was able to get the block. You know? And I'm quite disappointed in Rashford's finishing. He shoots from tight angles. I think it would have been better off to try to lay the ball for somebody in a better position than trying to go for goal all the time. And I've always been an advocate of putting Rashford on the left so that he can do his cuttings and shoot from better angles than trying to shoot from tight angles on the right. It just plays into his hands. Most times he's a passenger because we don't have any attacking threat if the lot is not overlapping. And that is the problem with Rashford playing on the right. I don't know and I don't get why Ryanick insists Sancho should play on the left. For heaven's sakes, we bought him for we bought him to play on the right. Why can't he play on the right? It makes no sense if he is always playing from the left. Yes, Rashford and Sancho, you know, alternated and switched 
the uh, on the wings they were switching and changing interchanging during the game but they didn't do it enough they didn't stay long enough in that position you know i think they just did it for doing sick within a minute or two they had returned to their default positions i think we for us to be able to create more chances we need attacking threat from the right and Dalot can't do it alone i think he needs somebody who can do it and that is Sancho. Then Rashford, who is naturally very good playing from the left, should be allowed to do his thing from the left because he's much more, you know, comfortable cutting it from the left. He and Luke Shaw, you know, have good attacking threat from both sides of the pitch. They are depending more on one side. Most of our attacks were dependent on the left side. You know, once teams figure that out, we become toothless. Then, of course, uh, Pogba grabbed the goal. He did very well. Pogba should have been allowed to, in the second half, should have been allowed to, you know, contribute meaningfully attacking-wise, not play as a deep-lying playmaker, wasting his talent while Matic was supposed to be on the bench. Again, poor decision-making. How, why is... Why didn't Ma- why did we have a defensive midfielder to come on to replace McTominay? I understand Fred has um, COVID, but again, he, he wouldn't be an ideal person in a game like against Bolly. It's even risky because those Bolly players are quite physical. They don't bump him off the ball and not muscle him, so it's risky to have someone like Fred in that midfield on his own in the defensive midfield. My point is. This is the problem why we need to sign players in midfield. A, a defensive midfielder would have fixed this problem and Pogba would have been allowed to go forward and join the attack much more. No players are playing midfielder and we are looking for a goal, leaving all the work to Bruno. Lingard, you know, he has not had too many, too many games, so you wouldn't expect him to be at his best. You know, he didn't do anything significant throughout the period he was on the pitch. You know? So I'm quite disappointed in, especially in that second half, I'm quite disappointed at how the game ended. And again, I've always complained about our tendency to concede goals early in the second half. We It's too common for Manchester United. Whenever we are one goal up, we are not... I think our constitution elapses in the second half, especially in the first 10 to 15 minutes. It keeps happening. It happened against Leeds. We're 1-0 up. Leeds equalized. It happened against Newcastle. We're 1-0 up. Newcastle equalized. Against Everton, we're 1-0 up. And Everton equalized. At Middlesbrough, the same thing. When we played Middlesbrough at Old Trafford, we were 1-0 up and Middlesbrough equalized. Again today, we were 1-0 up and Burnley equalized. And usually, it's in the second half whereby we will not take our chances, but they take their own chances. And look at Harry Maguire. He was easily turned by very cost. Harry Maguire, an 80 million pound defender, easily turned by a 6-foot-6 striker. Shameful. Shameful. When you need him to try to grab the player and he won't do that. Harry Maguire is an embarrassment 
for an 80 million pound defender and so called captain. The Harry Maguire is just a joke. And I believe that because he was because he's English and it costs so much money, he has to justify that pay. Playing him has to justify the pay. I think Rafranic should read the riot act and install Victor Lindelof or Eric Bailly in the next game and pair one of them with Eric Bailly and put um, Mr. whatever his name, Harry Maguire on the bench. That guy is not a defender. He's not United quality. He's not United caliber. He's not United standard. And this is all known only. Who wasted, who got him? Well, he might not be... Um, well, I don't even know who makes decisions at this club anyways, but again, the decisions made two, three years ago haunting us right now. Harry Maguire is a rubbish defender and he does not deserve a starting shirt at this club. He's a liability. And as long as he keeps on playing, Man United will never, ever have a solid defense we will continue to concede sloppy goals i don't know why people cannot see wake up and smell the coffee and see that the reason why we keep on conceding in almost every game is because of people like maguire stinking up the place in defense having clangers making silly stupid and avoidable mistakes i can't see why it's so difficult for people at the club to see this and it's because of his sentiment. You paid 80 million pounds for someone, and so what? Chelsea paid 72 million or 75 million for Kepa. And he's now the second choice in Chelsea. And got Mendy. That's what you do when somebody who you break the bank for fails to live up to expectations. Maguire has had three years at this club, and nobody is convinced about his performance. The only reason why he gets an invitation to the England national team is because. He plays for Manchester United and he plays regularly. No coach would be inviting Maguire regularly and he's playing like this in a modest team. If he was still in Leicester, he'll probably lose his place. So, enough about Maguire, but I feel he's the one that ultimately has made us not win this game. But... In the first half, we created chances and we didn't create chances in the second half. And this affected our, opportunity, our ability to respond after Burnley's initial 10-15 minute um, resurgence into the game. You know? Um, in terms of individual performances, um, the Gia didn't have much to do, but he made a very good save in the second half. He can't fault the Gia for the goal. We considered it was poor defending. Um, Luke Shaw, he played um, Gerard Digress onside. He should have been, you know, in, in sync with the defense and tried to play, you know, play the outside trap. But he was not. Lack, lack, is it, um, how do they call it now? A lapse in concentration. That is just the reason why um, somebody like Luke Shaw would not be able to play an outside trap properly. He should have been in line with his defender. He was far away. And he, he ended up tracking back and 
you know interfering with the just ability to save the shot in the end anyways just terrible um Dalot, I think, was did very well. I was impressed with Dalot's performance. He went forward, and I have no doubts anybody. You know how do I put it? I have no doubt in my mind that he's our best right back. You know, Wambisaka should remain on the bench until he improves his game, and should only get called upon if Dalot is suspended or injured or not available or he's been given a rest this is the kind of i like the way dalot plays he gives us an attacking option you know through his overlapping and crosses today i feel that his crossing was a bit way off um, but he made some very good runs and you know deep runs and tried to create a few chances today so i was impressed with the performance the central defense varan was good he did okay he did everything right it was just his partner mr maguire the captain of manchester united that was just awful especially in the second half it was just terrible not going after the balls and just content on grabbing players and making silly stupid mistakes he almost cost us the second goal for one stupid header he made in the second half i can't believe we have somebody like that in our club. We've become a joke, an embarrassment, and nobody seems to care because it's an eighty million pound signing. Rubbish. Anyway, in midfield, Pogbad was great. He got the goal. Matomini did okay as well, um, but um, he had to be pulled out for because he probably suffered a knock. Um, again, I've mentioned it that Matomini is becoming very knock prone or injury prone and this is why we need the defensive midfielder but the club is just interested in saving money and not actually improving the squad so that we can be competitive it's all about making profits and not really about winning trophies and that is a problem and that is why we will continue to suffer and endure sort of rubbish at this club because we're not making the right decisions football wise we're only making profit driven marketing choices Bobua was great Bruno had an assist for the goal no sorry the goal was that assist was ruled out he didn't have an assist was he wasn't the one that crossed the ball to Kogadi that was look sure so the the assist he had on the free kick was chalked off anyway so but Bruno did well in the first half the second half I I think some of his decision making was poor. At some point, there were times he ought to have crossed. He now went on to shoot. You know, when we are desperate for a goal, you look at the best options rather than seeking glory. You know, so I think Bruno should have done better there. But overall, I didn't think he did too bad. I think he was average. Um, in the attack, I think Rashford, Sancho did okay. I just feel that. That best suited in the opposing positions. Sancho on the right, Rashford on the left. Rashford shooting from tight angles. I don't think it's going to help his case. Um, he should learn to cross the ball, but it's not going to happen as long as he's playing on the right wing because he'll be more tempted to shoot because it is his stronger foot, his right foot. You know, um, Cavani 
did all right the first time, but he should have taken that chance he had. It was too casual, in my opinion, and that's why he could not score um, the second goal, and he allowed Nick Pope to block the header he made. It was too casual, in my opinion, and that was why we missed that chance. And um, Ronaldo came in as a sub. He had some half chances, not much he could do, but he did his best. Um, I think Ronaldo should have started. Probably we would have scored today. I think he should have scored today. Um, but again, I understand maybe Rafrani going to rotate and give Cavani a chance. So uh, I don't fault that decision, but I think ultimately these decisions have cost Manchester United three points. I'm disappointed because Spurs will take advantage of these slip-ups we're making. As it is, Europa League will be our best port. I mean, our best... We will end up in the Europa League next season. Or even the Conference League, if things get worse. We are not taking opportunities that are presenting themselves. It's just... When will Man United get two, three, four, five straight wins on the bounce? Why can't we get that? Other referendum, it is a win, a draw, a win, a draw, win, win, a draw. You know, you cannot count on getting three straight wins on the bounce. I don't think it has happened. You know, Ralph Reinick, I think, is not good enough for this job long term. And it is good that he is on the sixth most contract. I think he is just there to protect the Glazers' interest. And he looks like another puppet. You know, he's, he's much better than Ole, yes. He has got the team playing better, I have to admit. And I'm happy that we are creating chances and I believe the goals will come. But we need to start taking our chances fast. Um, we've played through the three games. I think we have just one outstanding game to meet up with the rest of the bo- Excuse me, to re- meet up with the rest of the teams. Um, so, we have 15 games left to salvage our season and there's a lot of time but I don't think the way Ralph Rannick is running this team um, this team this serious investment I don't think his views that we don't need much investment is true we need serious investment overhaul of this team in the attack in the midfield and even in the central defense I think so overall a good first staff a poor second half and we paid the price because of Maguire's stupidity uh, so that's it ladies and gentlemen I hope you enjoyed this podcast if you did do not forget to follow like or subscribe and give um, the music remind another fan podcast a five star rating on Spotify if you listen to Spotify or if you're listening on Spotify and can you consider being a patron um, to this podcast you can support me on patreon or buy me a coffee on buymeacoffee.com music with my other fan you can find that on those two sites so thank you for listening have a pleasant uh, week ahead thank you and bye for now